Hey everybody, I have two stories that I can't wait to share with you today. First off, as you may know, in Iowa, they caucus this afternoon through this evening. It's a very peculiar way of voting, (laughs) and I'll talk more about it. But today is really the day where we began to vote Trump out of office. And I think today is going to be a historic evening where people come together unified. I think they'll break records for voting in Iowa. I can't wait to see the results. And then I want to play for you uh, something that Joaquin Phoenix said last night in the UK as he won a big award. It was a brilliant moment of somebody flexing their white privilege when they didn't have to. And I want to talk about it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. It is election day. And you may say, well, it's not election day in your state, because if you're listening to this podcast, the odds are you are not from Iowa because most voters are not from Iowa. But Iowa votes first in the Democratic primaries. And today is the day, February 3rd, where organizers and activists and volunteers from all over the country have been working many for nearly a year. And as all of you know, I'm a huge supporter of Bernie Sanders. I'll I'll be with uh, Bernie and the campaign tomorrow in New Hampshire, speaking all over the state. And we'll have a big event in New Hampshire tomorrow night. But I want to say that I am proud of so many, particularly young people, who put their entire lives on hold for all types of campaigns, including many uh, that are no longer in the race that have been working for so long and they fought to get here to this moment. And I am doubly proud of all of them who fought for democracy, who are fighting for progressive values and ideas. I think today is going to be a historic day. It's going to be, and I've said this in so many ways, it's going to be hard to defeat Donald Trump. I, I believe that in my bones. I I believed it in 2015 and 2016 that he was deeply formidable. But Bernie believed it. And anybody who saw the rise in what we call populism and saw the energy behind Donald Trump critique it. Well, of course, we should critique it, but also acknowledge it. Donald Trump won 30 states in great part because of the the wave of energy that swept him into office. There's a clip. I'm going to play it for you hopefully tomorrow. I wish I had time to give it to you today. There's a powerful uh, clip of the comedian Dave Chappelle talking about when he went out to vote for Barack Obama in 2008 and how there were lines wrapped around the corner. And Dave Chappelle lives in rural uh, Ohio. And uh, he lives on a farm in rural Ohio. And uh, he talked about how when he went out to vote in 2008, where, I mean, you had to wait forever and ever because everybody was out to vote for Barack Obama. And he said when he went out to vote in 2016, he said he he knew we were in trouble. And he wasn't he wasn't even joking. He said first there were pickup trucks everywhere. And he said that's right away. I knew we were in trouble. And he said. 
the lines that existed for Barack Obama in 2008 in that same county, they were there for Donald Trump. And it's going to take that type of energy and effort to defeat Donald Trump. And I think what you're going to see today in Iowa, all over the state, I think you're going to see a record-breaking turnout as people show up in numbers like they've never shown up before in Iowa. First, I believe Donald Trump can be defeated in Iowa, first and foremost. But you're going to see people show up. You're going to see first-time voters, non-voters, Republican crossover voters, independent voters show up today to get this process kicked off as we prepare to defeat Donald Trump. It's a huge moment, and... I'm glad we're here, but I need us to understand that they are going to throw everything but the kitchen sink to defeat this process that, you know, Republicans don't fight fair. And the only way we defeat Republicans in 2020 is showing up in such huge numbers that we can't be stopped. And it's going to have to happen not just in Iowa, but all over the country where we break records where people who've been disengaged from politics because they think it has nothing to do with them, where everybody shows up because they understand that this is what it's going to take to defeat this man. And so I'm going to be following super closely all day today, all night tonight. I'm leaving for New Hampshire early in the morning, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to record early, early, in the morning tomorrow so that I can talk to you about what happens later today. But I'm excited and uh, I'm, I'm nervous, you know, obviously because I'm, I'm hoping that Bernie Sanders wins this race, but I know that we've put in the work. I know that volunteers and organizers have done everything they can possibly do to get us this far. And so all we can do is push. All we can do is knock on more doors, make more phone calls, engage more voters, be better, do better, fight harder, and then just believe that when the chips fall where they may, that they will fall on our side. Listen, I have a a clip that I want to play for you from Joaquin Phoenix. It was something that he said last night in the U.K., and uh, I'm going to play it for you right after the break. Break it down. Break, break it down. Break it down. Break, break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Uh, I feel very honored and privileged uh, to be here. Tonight, Baptists have always been very supportive of of my career, and I'm deeply appreciative. But I have to say that I also feel um, conflicted because so many of my fellow actors that are deserving don't have that same privilege. Uh, I think that we send a very clear message to people of color that you're not welcome here. Um, I think that's the message that we're sending to people that have contributed uh, so much to our medium and our industry and in ways that we benefit from. Um, I don't think anybody wants a a handout or preferential treatment 
although that's what we give ourselves every year. I think that people just want to be acknowledged and appreciated and respected for, for their work. This is not a self-righteous condemnation because uh, I'm ashamed to say that I'm part of the problem. I have not uh, done everything in my power to ensure that the sets I work on are inclusive, uh, but I think that it's more than just having sets that are multicultural. I think that um, we have to really do the, the hard work to truly understand systemic racism. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I think that it is the obligation of the people that have created and perpetuate and benefit from a system of oppression to be the ones that dismantle it. So that's on us. Thank you. You know, it's, it's not often that we are surprised with beautiful moments of anti-racism. <laughs> you know, almost daily, some racist moment barges into our lives where we are disappointed, where we are appalled, where we are infuriated because of some incident of of racism that just forces itself right into our world. But it's not very often that a moment, that a, a beautiful, transparent moment of anti-racism, of someone using their white privilege, it's not every day that we get to see such moments. And this was a beautiful, brave moment for Joaquin Phoenix. And, and I have to say this. It is not easy in this society that expects white people to just live as if racism doesn't really exist and just plow ahead day in and day out. It's not easy to stop everything and say, I know I just received this award and, and Joaquin Phoenix is on stage. It's, a, it's basically the British version of the Oscars and everybody's there, the who's who, everybody's there. And he just wins an award for his role in, in Joker. And he says, listen, I am in, I'm embarrassed that in this category and in, in this whole award show, basically, that there are no people of color, no black folk nominated in these roles. And he said, it's just embarrassing. And, and then he says what I love that I need all of you to get. He says, listen, it's it's those of us who have benefited from this system that have to dismantle it. And the audience looks very, very uncomfortable. And when he finally leaves and, and listen, using your white privilege is going to make people uncomfortable. And it's so rare that people are going to be shocked when you do it. And when he leaves the stage, there is this uncomfortable moment of silence that I found so beautiful where everybody is just left there to think and ponder in shock because in a moment where white privilege reigned, he just barged right into it. <laughs> and um, I, I'm friends with uh, several members of his family and listen they were raised differently. They're just different. And um, when I saw it, it just made me proud that 
he had the guts and courage to uh, to stand up in that moment. And that really does get to uh, sometimes like, oh, oh, he's just different. <laughs> and I want each of you to be different. Uh, use your privilege. If you know, if if you're a man, use your male privilege. If if you're white, use your white privilege. If you are an American, you have American privilege. Use your privilege every single day, day in and day out, to make this world a better place. Listen, I've got to run. As always, I want to give a big shout out to Lissandra, our podcast director, Willis, our senior producer, for our entire team at the North Star for working so hard on this and every episode. I have to get to work today. There's so much on our plates and uh, so much to do to prepare for tomorrow as well. Love you. Appreciate you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break, 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 break,